Welcome to another episode of Off-Road Rewind. I am your host, Tim Norris. Off-Road Rewind focuses on everything off-road from motorcycles to ATVs and side-by-sides. We cover race series and individual races. We cover events throughout the country. We discuss safety issues. We interview local as well as national personalities and industry leaders. Off-Road Rewind offers commentary on issues relevant to the off-road world we all enjoy today. may agree. You may not. You may be offended. You may applaud. Our goal is to inform and entertain. Off-Road Rewind segments include Who's Racing? We take a look at what's available on the menu for off-road racers in a given month. Random-ass things. This is a category where we discuss, well, random-ass things. Though not technically correct in the specific definition of random, I'm sticking with it. What were you thinking? This is pretty self-explanatory and will cover topics of the day in the off-road world or maybe just topics in my day. This will naturally flow into the next segment, which is the commentary portion or Tim's soapbox. Commentary is a segment where I get to discuss off-road issues, personalities, or incidents that will delight or incite my podcast, my opinion. Short segments, short interviews with industry leaders or personalities in the off-road world. This is followed up by What If. It's a cool segment where I get to project my best Bobby Kennedy, who said some men see things as they are and ask why. I dream things that never were and ask why not. Well, sort of that's what. So here we go with another edition of Off-Road Rewind. Who's racing? We're getting into the summer break for a lot of race series, but here's what we have coming up on June 20th, the VXCS Runs round five at Atkins Farm in Pinhook, Virginia. On June 27th, the VCHSS runs round number nine, the Hill of Hillbilly Hair Scrambles in Rural Retreat, Virginia. The North Carolina Hair Scrambles Series uh, is at Shane's Farm in Buffalo, South Carolina. On June 26th and 27th, the GNCC Series is at Snowshoe in Snowshoe, West Virginia. All right, let's get into the random ass things also known as the rat. Round one and round two of the outdoor motocross series is in the books, and it looks like we have another great season on the way. As usual, it comes down to who doesn't dig themselves too deep a hole too early, who stays healthy all year, and who closes the year out strong. In the Hair Scrambles cross-country wars so far this year, we have the following riders leading the way. On the quad side of GNCC Racing, Walker Fowler is leading, and a consistent Benjamin Kelly is leading the way on the bikes. The NCHSA, North Carolina Hair Scramble Series Association, shows Robbie Norwood out front. Robbie is also leading the points in the VXCS. The VCHSS is being led by Dustin Plotter, and the Middies Hair Scramble Series shows Zachary Davidson leading the bikes and Ben Parham leading the quad points. Yamaha Demo Rides, ATVs side-by-sides will be happening at Snowshoe GNCC in Snowshoe, West Virginia on June 25th, 26th, and 27th. It will feature the new Wolverine R-Max 1000. Jason Raines will also be at Snowshoe with a full complement of Yamaha dirt bikes for demo and will be conducting the GNCC University June 23rd through June 25th. The Dirt Bike Boot Camp in Charles City, Virginia, does a great job teaching riding skills to beginners as well as advanced riding techniques, both in one-day and two-day classes. On July 17th and 18th, yours truly will be teaching a hair scrambles course designed to carve chunks off of a C-Class rider's lap times. We will cover starts, strategy, line selection, pace, course markings, 
and three race do's and don'ts. I plan to come at this as a racer and a promoter and hopefully give the class participants a 360-degree view of the anatomy of a hair scrambles event. Last thing we have in random ass things for this edition of Off-Road Rewind, and I just put added this one in here kind of last minute. This, this past weekend, the 45th Pimenta Classic in Newport News, Virginia, which is a VCHSS event, was postponed due to weather. I didn't read the original comments that were posted on social media, but I did read a thoughtful reply to them by Carter Greer, a VCHSS rider, a polite and well-spoken young man. I am neither. You social media ninjas that neither have the talent nor the gumption to help with a race course, much less put on your own event, need to quietly thank your lucky stars that someone else is doing it for you. You're selfish, you're misinformed, and you don't even know what you don't know. You're complaining now, and you'll be the first one to complain when the racing and riding goes away. Do us a favor, get involved with what's going on, and find a way to help us protect our sport or take up another one. Okay, that leads us into what were you thinking? It could be called WTF, but let's be polite. It is a combination of demonstrative thinking and semi-precise analysis. A rant, in other words. In the big news, Eli Tomac. Who's a genius at Kawasaki let him get away? Unless, of course, we are being misled by the media, but when has that ever happened? On a local and more personal level, anyone that knows me will note that my opinion on this subject has always been consistent. Riders, promoters, and series should always support national championship events within their state. As a promoter, I have done two national championship hair scrambles events, one at Bodacious in 1986 and one at Haynes Farm in 2005. I lost my ass on the Haynes Farm event because of the politics that existed at the time between the VCHSS and the VXCS. I actually had more riders attend from the West Coast than I did from Virginia. Chuck Honeycutt had a national championship hair scramble at Arrington back in the day. It was points-paying VXCS event as well as a VCHSS points-paying event. The VCHSS acted as though it looked down upon the whole thing. Now, that's my opinion. But I did more to financially support that effort than they did. I'm not knocking the VCHSS. I'm just making a point. So where am I going with this? There was a NEPG, which is the National Enduro Promoters Group, National Enduro in Arrington on May 16th of this year. Every rider in the state of Virginia should have been there riding, spectating, or helping out. The VXCS scheduled an event at Catfish Pond on the same date and increased their payouts to attract more riders. Is that just good copy? Competition between promoters? No, not in my opinion. It's short-sighted, it's selfish, it's wrong, and that's using my politically correct filtered inside voice. That leads us into the commentary, Tim Soapbox. That leads us into the commentary for today, which is Tim Soapbox. We're going to be talking about trail etiquette. The definition of etiquette is customary code of polite behavior among members of a particular profession or group. I was in another state recently doing some demo rides that happened to also be scheduled in conjunction with a mud bog event at the same location. Lots of people there. There are multiple trails up and down the mountain with numerous ways to cross over and connect. There are many trails that the inexperienced rider needs to avoid. Talking about trails that go from this is cool, oh shit, very quick. I have never seen a more self-centered, low IQ group of individuals with gas-powered vehicles on a trail at one time in my entire life. 
is important to keep in mind here that I'm old and I've been a lot of places. The last time I was this frustrated off-road, I had a stroke. Think difficult trails with large numbers of people just sitting there blocked. Well, Bubba's got to pee. So you go to alternate trails, which were also blocked. We even had our group of consumer demo riders split by other riders cutting in and just stopping while we were trying to find a way through. Even the international WTF hands up in the air brought nothing but blank alcohol-induced stares. So what is the proper trail etiquette for those not inebriated? First, don't block the trail. Pull over and leave enough room for others to pass safely. This may mean large groups simply can't stop all in the same place. If a group comes up on you and can't pass, you need to do something. Number two, turn your headlights on. I can see you better when you're coming towards me, and I'm going to have my headlights on, and you can see me better. The bonus of all of this is when your drunken ass goes off a cliff at night, you're going to be easier to find. Communicate with others. You pass a group of riders on the trail, use hand signals to communicate how many riders are in your group so they will know when it is safe to proceed. Have fun. Be safe. Don't be a dick. That's pretty much trail etiquette. Now let's get into what if segment. What if off-road enthusiasts could unite instead of bicker? I know more, we're more likely to achieve world peace before that happens. Dirt bikers hate ATVs. ATV riders, well, I don't think they like anyone. Side-by-siders feel that they're more entitled to everyone else because they paid the price of a car for their ride. So they're seeking more places to ride. And they're seeking turbos. They always need turbos. No. You do not need a turbo. What everyone needs are more places to ride. Only people making more land right now in this world are the Chinese. America has all it's going to get. What if we all work together to preserve the areas that we already have and then work together with local, state, and federal as well as privately to open up more recreational riding opportunities for everyone? Pie-in-the-sky fantasy? Probably. Today's featured guest on Off-Road Rewind is Robbie Norwood. Uh, let's go over a few of Robbie's stats the last few years. In 2019, he was the BCHSS Grand Champion. In 2020, he was the GNCC 30A Class Champion. He was also the 2020 Full Gas Sprint Enduro Champion. And after doing all of that, he also won the 2020 AMA Vet Senior Rider of the Year Award. Now, what do you do to follow that up? So far in 2021, he's leading to the points in the North Carolina Hair Scramble Series and the Virginia Cross Country Series. So I'd like to welcome Robbie Norwood. Today's guest on Off-Road Rewind is the 2019 VCHSS Grand Champion. He was a 2020 GNCC 30A Class Champion. He won the 2020 Full Gas Sprint Enduro Championship, and he was a 2020 AMA Vet Senior Rider of the Year. Let's welcome Robbie Norwood. You've been on a gas the last several years, uh, winning a GNCC Championship in 2020 and an AMA Athlete of the Year Award. Congratulations on that. What, what do you do to follow that up? Uh, thank you, Tim. I, I appreciate that. 
Yeah, 2020, that's going to be a tough year to follow up. As you already know, I'm leading points in the North Carolina Harris Terminal Series and also the um, the Virginia um, Cross Country Series. So if I could pull off a championship in both of those, that would be um, that'd be close. I'd be, I'd be pretty happy with that. Just looking through standings and stuff uh, of who's doing what this year, I saw where you were leading the two different series. And that shows a lot of speed and a lot of commitment, and people don't really realize how much commitment that takes. But you feel, it sounds like you feel pretty good about the rest of the year. You did make a move to Kawasaki in 2020, and you've really taken off since you made that switch. It's magic when that happens. Uh, any ideas on to why, what makes that happen for a rider? Well, for me, um, yeah, I've rode Kawasaki's in the past, and I don't know if it's something about the geometry of the bike, but I feel like just for a rider my size, like Kawasaki, um, it fits me perfectly. And like I said, it's just, it's just a great handling and great turning bike. Um, and I, I was able to, you know, I've been on four strokes for a while, and I was able to, you know, jump on one last year and, and pretty much, you know, just uh, adapted right to it. And, you know, I've had Chad with Total Control doing my suspension for years, so we went back to the settings. You know, I had back in, I think, in 2011 when I was my last year on Cowie. And, uh, you know, we set, set the 2020 up the same. Like I said, it was still the same frame bike. And, uh, man, it was just, it was like I jumped on it. It was like I've been riding it for years. So You're on a 250, correct? That's correct. What challenges does that present? Uh, racing against the bigger bikes uh, you know you're obviously going to be have an advantage in some areas and you're going to be a disadvantage in others and but at at the level you're at it's it's just inches here and there if everything else is equal what kind of challenges is that presented it's uh, it's definitely challenging especially going up you know against a, a fast rider on a, on a 450 in the open stuff um on the more of a neutral course i'd say it's kind of a 50 50 give and take with a, a big board versus a small board now in the tighter stuff i feel like i have a little bit of an advantage on a guy with a, a bigger board bike just being on a 250 is easier to maneuver around and you know you don't have that uh that grunt out of the corner like you do um like say on a on a 450 but yeah on, on the faster courses it's definitely a challenge you have to uh i mean you know, the way the 250s are built now they make more of the power on top end so you got to keep it rev and make sure you're in the right gear and it's pretty much um just keep it throttled. Yeah, probably like riding uh the old one twenty fives. You just there they were they were quick, but you just have to be on the gas and just make fewer mistakes. Who are some of the younger speedsters coming up in the off road world that we should be keeping an eye on? As far as local younger riders, I haven't really been keeping up with it, but I know um, just from keeping up with the GNCC and National Enduro results, uh, Cole Forbes out of uh, Richmond, Virginia. He's uh he's been on a tear, and I know he's got some KTM support for this year. And I'm not sure quite his age, but man, if he keeps with it, he's uh I mean he'll he's he's definitely making a name for himself this year. So I think he's kind of one to to watch. For. Anybody in the North Carolina series, and when I say young, I'm not talking kids, kids like you just mentioned that are really taking a step up. Um, as far as North Carolina series, like I said, I'm you know even though I live in North Carolina, I've never really followed the series other than a, a few races here and there. I really don't I really don't know a lot of young riders. There's one guy I've been competing against, Andrew Vanetta. He's 18, I think, and he's uh 
I mean, he's been top three several times. So he's um he's gonna be tough. I think he's getting a little better each round. So um you know if he keeps improving, we're you know he's gonna be a handful by the end of the year. One of the things I wanted to mention, kind of off the cuff, you were uh, you were early supporter of the VXCS when I was doing that. And I certainly appreciate that. And one of the things that sticks in my mind to this day was a race. I can't remember if it was last year or year before. It was the first year I got out of the VXCS. And I went to the first event that they held that was Catfish Pond. And I was kind of standing over there off to the side with uh, some of the guys from up there. And uh, the pros were on the line. And next thing I knew, you had walked up to me and said hello and asked how everyone was doing. And that meant a lot to me. That was a cool thing to do. You've always been, besides having a lot of speed, You've just been a really good role model for the off-road world, and I think that th- that just needs to be said. But I appreciate everything that uh, you helped us with when we were doing that. I've always thought a lot of you and, and your family, and uh, that means something. I just wanted to say that. And then finally, the just athletes at your level, they work tremendously hard to get where they're at, to stay where they're at. It takes a great support system takes a lot of help besides yourself obviously who's behind Robbie Norwood oh that would definitely have to be uh be my dad and even though you know I'm 35 now I still rely on him for several things and I'm you know lucky to have him at the races I feel a little guilty sometimes dragging him around but I really feel like he enjoys being there um so yeah my dad um especially you know both my parents uh my wife um you know she's She's a big help and big supporter. And, yeah, I've got a lot of a lot of good sponsors I've had for many years. You know, uh, Chris and Tyler Brewer Cycle, Chad with Total Control, Fly Racing, uh, Kenda Tires, MotorX, um, Power um, the guys at Core Moto, uh, Matt and Kevin. Um, I think I've been I was riding for those guys back when they worked for PG, which had to be at least twelve years ago. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I guess I got some some longtime loyal sponsors, and you know, it's um, it's uh, you know, it takes uh. Can't do it on your own, that's for sure. Especially uh, at a hair scramble, you got to have someone there. You know, you never know. You might need, you know, uh, fuel or goggles. You know, something else during the race. So you can't can't do it on your own. It takes um, takes a, a crew of people. So it's definitely not a, a solo sport. You have some races coming up that you're looking forward to in either series that you're running. Yeah. So um, you know, the VXCS they're on summer break until mid-August. Um, but the North Carolina series. Uh, we've got um, two more races before their break. So got this coming weekend off and then I think they're round six and then a weekend off and they're round seven. So definitely those two are going to be hot. But I think with me, I've always done really good during the hotter races. So, you know, in a way, kind of look with that aspect. But, you know, a lot of fast guys in that series, uh, especially three-time champion, uh, Garrett Duncan, he, uh, he he cut me slight this year. He's, he, he wants to beat me. And, and you know, um, I've never actually followed a North Carolina series before out of all the years I've been racing off-road. So, you know, still feel at 35 i can get it done and like i said I mean, has some close uh clean battles so far and uh you know he's uh he's not rolling over i knew i knew coming into this year it'd be a challenge to beat him um but uh, he's a heck of a rider and uh, that series is going to be tough this year to pull it off so um just got to keep uh clicking off some good wins well we wish you good luck with those hope you get two titles again this year And that wraps up another edition of Off-Road Rewind. I'd like to thank our guest, Robbie Norwood, for his time and thank each and every one of you listeners. Our goal here is to educate and entertain. I hope we've done so.
If you have any comments on today's podcast or ideas for future podcasts, let us know. Send your comments to offroadrewind.com or Productions at zoho.com. Remember, life is hard, but we can make it better. Take a child, take a friend, and go riding. Get off-road.